Welcome back to the Wicked Campfire Podcast with me, Phyllis McKenzie. If you're new here, welcome, camper. Nice to meet you. You look ravishing today. Yes, much will be coming out soon. I'm sure you'd love to see that. Still working on that. It's a long project to go. But before we begin with anything else or even talking about merch or anything, please follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening from, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, YouTube, anywhere, honestly, that you're listening from. Just follow us or subscribe. Turn on the notifications as well. And remember to follow our social media pages. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Podcast Mackenzie, sharing a page with our other podcast, Carol Life Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at Wicked Campfire. So we can't wait to hear all your stories, all your suggestions. By the way, if you have a story, any paranormal encounter, any stories that you might heard from the past, from your city, from elsewhere, and you'd love to have it featured on the show, just email it to me. My email will be in the description, our official email. You can email us any type of story you have, or even just record yourself and we can share your voice out with everybody else. So, today's episode takes us to Brownville, Nebraska. Is it Brownville or Brownsville? You know, that confuses me so often because I actually emailed the wrong town in Texas. Turns out in Texas, they have a Brownville and in Nebraska, they have Brownsville. So today we're in Brownsville, Nebraska. And we are going to take a peek into Captain Bailey House. Like I mentioned when we began this podcast on Sentinel Hall, I remember if I, if I didn't mention, I ought to mention that Captain Bailey House and Sentinel Hall have a very similar tragedy. And you'll, you'll get to understand later on when I get into that. But when I was talking about vortexums and connections and all that, it's very common and also rare to find places that are close or far from each other having the same type of hauntings but in this case you'll find that between sentinel hall and captain bailey house the hauntings are actually the same because the tragedies are not far much of a difference except for the year and um style in which it was executed but i'll get onto that while i get there before i begin I think you need to understand three things when it comes to paranormal investigating or haunted locations. And these three things are in terms of tragic ends or anything that may have caused death to this individual. And uh, the first thing is people who die because of an unlikely event that may have been prevented if circumstances had been different can also be a cause for restlessness. Like, for example, Sentinel Hall. The girl died because she was poisoned. That was something that could have been prevented if somebody knew that the clarinet was poisoned or somebody tried to stop her from putting the clarinet's reed in the mouth. But anyway, moving forward, the second one is restoration of old structures to their former glory or any form of tampering, change or addition of its original structure or anything within it can act like an environmental trigger causing overt activity from spirits who live and loved the place once before so this is why from our investigations we'll be checking on any possibilities that 
the buildings or original structures of the haunted locations was changed, renovated in any way, or added, or maybe if something was moved from where it once was to a different location, this could have caused even more haunting or brought hauntings to these new places. And uh, the third thing is, people who die at the hands of another sometimes can't rest until the guilty are brought to justice or resent losing their life before their time is over so they continue to stay in their favorite places not willing to accept their deaths in this world and in the case of today's episode that is what captain bailey house is all about we have one a restless ghost two a ghost that feels that i need to avenge my death that's what this ghost is feeling and three a ghost that doesn't know why they died or who caused the death but knows how they died and the manner at which they died makes them angry so when it comes to captain bailey house what year was it built in i can't tell you for sure the exact year but it was probably built after the civil war that is late 1860s and early 1870s and when it comes to the beautiful beautiful building structure that's there present today which you can see the structure itself of the building is a one and a half story brick building which is a good example of an eye house and uh, an eye house typically is two rooms wide and one room deep with a central passage and an extension at the rear so basically that would be the ground floor and then a half of what the ground floor was at the top and this house to be specific captain bailey house is a gothic revival house in style and it has this stiffly pitched roof and a symmetrical front with elevations featuring three prominent gables with pointed arc windows extending into the gables and one full width porch that is the magnificence that stands today as captain bailey house in nebraska and uh, you can see it, you can visit it if you want. The structure is beautiful, picturesque, I might say. But the inside, the inside is a museum because nobody lived there basically after the Baileys. It was owned thereafter by the Brownsville Historical Society, which was founded in 1956. And the Brownsville Historic District is alive and well with restored buildings and home like the Captain Bailey House. And... The Brownsville Historical Society has made the Captain Bailey House today into a museum with artifacts from the early years of the city of Brownsville. And thanks to this energy of this group, the entire historical district in Brownsville has been kept on the National Register of Historic Districts. So we can thank the Brownsville Historic Society for all this. Yay, 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 yay roses to them if you're on stage and throw roses to them but going back to worry about captain bailey house the original owners or owner of this house was a civil war union officer captain benson m bailey hence the name of the house who served tennessee mounted infantry a union cavalry and in terms of the story the story of the people living within that house with captain bailey is that in 1960 when he was still in tennessee his first wife and their infant daughter died. We have no intel when it comes to that, but all we know is that the wife died, the first wife and their infant daughter died, leaving him with three other children, William, 
Tillman and Elizabeth Florence. So, after the war, Captain Bailey married a second time. And he married this lady from Tennessee. And they both moved with the other children, the three children, to Nebraska to start a new life together. And Captain Benson Bailey became a riverboat captain in Nebraska and made a good living doing so. So they were comfortable, they were happy, they had a new home, the kids had a new mom, this woman had a new entire family, three kids, the whole package. And the original location of the Captain Bailey house offered a great view of the Missouri River. And Captain Bailey built his forever home at that time during the height of prosperity in the city of Brownsville. So mind you, this was after the Civil War. And most of the historical homes in Brownsville were built before 1875. So any building that was built before 1875, which is actually after the Civil War in Brownsville, is considered as a historic home. And Captain Bailey is among them. And around 1877, the Missouri River started to whittle away at the shore. And it endangered any house that had been built near there or on it. So what did the captain do? He decided to move the Bailey family. But it's not in a traditional way kind of move where you just up, flee, go to a new home or sell the old home grab the mortgage and leave and all that. But what he actually did is that he took his home, which he built, right there at the Missouri River, brick by brick. He tore that house down apart, grabbed his family, moved on to Main Street, and built a new home there with the materials of this original house. He's now far away from the river. He's in a new location on Main Street, which is between 4th and 5th. That's where you'll find the property today. And the property that you see today, every brick in that building was from the original building that was built on the banks of the Missouri River. He just took everything brick by brick. That's dedication. You can tell that that house was sentimental to him. He, it meant a lot to him. And he built a new home there. He died there. His wife died there. But I'll get on to that. But in terms of any renovations that were done, instead, in, in, apart from cleaning up and... Uh, putting on every single historical fact that was there in Brownsville, including old things from the Bailey home. Nothing much was done in terms of the structure of the house. It, retra it retained any structure that Captain Bailey had on it. So the Brownsville Society just planted a few plants and uh, flowers at the frontal garden. So it's more picturesque and more inviting to people when they come in. But they didn't have any additional structures. So what happened? Captain Bailey, his family, his wife, that makes this home that was once so warm, so sweet, haunted. So moving to Main Street, the neighborhood on Main Street in 1877 may have saved the Baileys from loss of property and any damage by the withering shores of Missouri River. But it is theorized that the move put them next to a very dangerous neighbor who supposedly caused the two misfortunate deaths of Captain Bailey in 1883 and his wife in 1880. But that's not the worst part. The worst part is their murders were never proven and to this day it remains a mystery. But besides it not being proven and it remaining a mystery, throughout Brownsville and the rest of the world there are two theories when it comes to these murders. Still not proven mind you. First theory is that 
Captain Bailey was poisoned by a jealous neighbor. The poisoned food may have been for his wife, but Captain Bailey was the one who ate it. And secondly, that the neighbor had first poisoned Mrs. Bailey to get her out of the way, and then did the same to Captain Bailey when he wasn't interested in her as the love interest and the murderess was never caught. So when it comes to the first theory, the neighbor was possibly a he and wanted to kill the wife. And maybe at the time, the wife didn't want to become the mistress of this neighbor. So he killed the wife, but Captain Bailey ate it and then killed the wife later on. But it doesn't make sense because the wife died in 1880 and then Captain Bailey died in 1883. But when it comes to the second theory, it makes sense at the beginning where the food, the poisoned food was meant for Mrs. Bailey. She ate it and then Captain Bailey later on was poisoned because he couldn't have an, this love interest with this neighbor. So it's all about jealousy when it comes to both. Either way, the second theory is that the murder was a female who murdered the wife to get her out of the way so that she could have Captain Bailey. But Captain Bailey was never interested in her so killed her off called killed him off as well but when it comes to the first theory it's also jealousy neighbor but it could be that the neighbor was jealous of captain bailey's new wife and the wife didn't want to have an affair and decided to kill the wife and then later on killed captain bailey because mind you he was still jealous but we'll never know because it was never proven but that is actually the connection between both homes sentinel hall and captain bailey house Captain Bailey was poisoned. The student in Sentinel Hall was also poisoned. Captain Bailey was poisoned by his food. The girl was poisoned by her clarinet. So two different executions, but same purpose. It was poison that was meant to kill them, just executed differently. And when it comes to the first sightings or hauntings at Captain Bailey, it's not entirely recordable so we can safely say that after he died boom the home became haunted because the only spirit or entity that can be seen is of captain bailey and like i mentioned if there was a person who died because of a cause that could have been prevented if circumstances were different or this person was killed and is out for revenge then the person spirit will never leave the home he will never leave the home because that's where the person died. That's where they felt safe. That was where it all ended for them. So even in the afterlife, they know that when it comes to revenge, it will all come back down to that house. So when it comes to experiences or activities people have when they go there, test out the ghost or just pay visit and all that, or even the stuff that work within the residence of Captain Bailey, is that the spirit of Captain Bailey makes sure that the living know that he is still the man of the house, even in death, by deliberately opening and closing doors all around his home. And some even refuse to close if you try yourself. And when really agitated, his spirit will vigorously swing the door where he died back and forth. And you might be wondering, what do you mean where he died? Because his body was found up against this specific door that just swings back and forth he was found there sitting in like a sitting position that's where he was found dead his corpse was found there and uh he's also known to be fascinated with electronical lights you know 
anything electronical. He's fascinated by them. He'll tweak them. He'll do anything, switch them off, blow bulbs up, all that. And the creepiest thing is, late at night, late at night, neighbors have heard piano music coming from that very house with no one living there. No one. And Taff and other visitors have seen the spirit of Captain Benson Bailey himself walking around the house like he's the master of the place. This is another similarity that is with Sentinel Hall because their named dead girl in Sentinel Hall can also be seen roaming the halls. But the click to both of them, besides the fact that they were both poisoned, although in different years because the girl died in 1944 and Captain Bailey died in 1883, is that they both loved music. They both loved music. So when it comes to Captain Bailey House, you hear piano music at night. When it comes to Sentinel Hall, although musical instruments were removed from that building a very long time ago, you can still hear music playing within the halls. This girl died because of clarinet. Have everything in the world. Captain Bailey died in what he would consider the most stupid and ironic way ever. Because he survived the civil war. But he died because of poisoned food. And his wife also died because of poisoned food. So it can't be that his wife poisoned Captain Bailey. Because she died. And if she was the one who tried to kill Captain Bailey, then who actually killed him after she died? So yeah, this is a jealous neighbor. So we have no tales about William Tillman and Elizabeth, who are the kids to Captain Bailey and his first wife. We have no tales of that. We have no tales of what comes after. We just have the tale of an angry man, a very angry, angry man, an unsolved murder of a lovely Tennessee couple that was just living in Nebraska trying to make a very fruitful and cheerful life after the Civil War and I don't know if we'll ever find out who actually killed Captain Bailey or actually what went down till the moment he ate the poisoned food. We will never know unless we find a very chatty spirit or chatty friendly ghost a casper of sort who would be willing to tell us and that's very rare that's very rare tapping into a spirit and connecting with that spirit benevolent or not and having them tell you what actually happened who actually killed them what actually was used how they actually died who they were out to get demon spirit ghost anything it's quite hard it takes the energy out of you Literally, you feel as though lives have just left and you feel as though your life has just been reduced by a milestone. But until we figure that out, that is all about Captain Bailey. That is the connection that I was talking about to Sentinel Hall. And I'd like to hear, I've just talked to some of the staff members at Brownsville. And but now Brownville, Texas, and they say that they have similar hauntings, but in Halloween mostly and all that. And I'll try to find the connection between Brownville, Texas and Brownsville, Nebraska, because I will not allow myself to get confused by the two ever again. No, not me. 
and uh, on our next episode we will tackle our next journey on the map the next connection hopefully heading off to a first vortexum and before we get to that please go on social media our latest post comment down below what you think about this particular episode what you think about sentinel hall what you think about alliance theater and any thoughts you might have about upcoming locations if you don't know what locations they are it's not even a, a spoiler it's like a cheat sheet I, my google map my paranormal investigations map will direct you on the way we are going through paranormal investigations both physically and also remotely here at wicked campfire podcast so join me on the journey email me any story you might have anything you might want to add on to the stories you've heard so far anything you think i should add on the map as well i don't know everything i don't know every single location that's haunted i'm just listing the most haunted and also i'll try to come up with like a compilation of uh, possible connections in terms of deaths not in terms of vortexums now so so we can prove our theory of vortexums so that i can prove my theory of vortexums i'll try to figure out in terms of this spirits this entities when they first showed up when they how they died when they died if there are any similarities between that and also if you'd want to see guests on this podcast modern day witches numerologist immunologist mediums anybody honestly you'd like to hear from just send me an email shoot me an email with ideas if you have any or comment on social media join the fam that follow will help us a lot in growing the camp and merch will be coming out soon like i mentioned in the beginning but until then until our next episode next week stay spooky enjoy the upcoming thanksgiving week try not to get haunted See you then.